Hello, welcome to episode 179 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I am Stevie Wildcard. Every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to... Steven, you know what? Normally we talk about like <laughs> our issues and what we do and all that stuff. I learned about cassowaries this week and it blows my freaking mind, dude. Have you? Do you know about cassowaries? Like, like... The little brother of the ostrich? Okay, now you say little or brother. sister. And yeah, the little sibling of the ostrich. Like, yes, yes. Um, but only slightly. And they look like dinosaurs and they have murdered two people. And it's very interesting. Uh, like what, what I find, like I find a lot very funny. If you don't know what a cassowary is, go, go look it up. It's Australia lost a war to them, right? No, I think that was the emu. That is the emu. You're right. Another bird that's powerful. An- another and powerful legs. bird. Why? Okay. So, so. I have so many questions about birds. I like, like just fascinated. Every time I learn about one of these birds, I'm just like, how is this a thing? But more so, Stephen, every time I learn about a new bird, I think, how did Alfred Hitchcock get it so wrong? Like, how is he like, <laughs> how is he like, oh, you know what's probably going to be like terrifying? Little, little blackbirds. Like, that's not the thing. Like, if <laughs> I would be I think, like, can you imagine, Stephen? Can you imagine just the streets overrun by cassowaries, by little, like, I mean, they're freaking raptors. They have crests. If you don't know what they, I'm just. I'll post a picture. Sorry, they're they're, they're modern day velociraptors they or are, Colorado raptors, raptors or whatever the bigger raptor is that oh, Steven like, Spielberg. They have deadly mohawks. And, okay, so I was looking it up. Alfred, was like, funny enough, though, Alfred Hitchcock gets it wrong. Dude, where's my car? Gets it right. They put it. ostriches in their movie. They knew which bird was scary. Oh, oh yeah, ostriches are terrifying uh so so here okay so i, I was learning about cassowaries and i was like oh these birds are scary like they attack people sometimes so i was like how many how many deaths like how many how many times have they, they they like you know like taken a life you know and i was like it has to be a bunch right it's not it's only two which i think is kind of funny like it's really interesting it's like they're only two ever like like that we know cassowaries they- haven't killed a lot but the two that have slash at you with this a six inch. Yeah, well, calm down, Doctor Alan Grant. <laughs> what's crazy is both cases were kicks. Like you, I when when I imagine a bird, I do not imagine being kicked to death, Stephen. Oh my like, god! Like can you imagine worst way. Bird, well, bird? there's 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 definitely worse ways to go, but it's still a pretty bad way to go. Yes. Like I, how'd you go, dragon? How'd you go, kicked by a bird? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, rough that's gonna go on your family crest forever buddy but yeah dude i was <clears throat> i was learning about cassowaries because uh life's been lo- uh, just just kind of rough lately steven just kind of mm. rough we were dealing with sicknesses and like all this stuff and like honestly i've been kind of spiraling that that quicksand a little bit um how'd you do this week How, how's everything and that's I, i'm right there with you dude like i've been in the quicksand too dude your hair looks good did you cut it recently? Yeah, I, I cut it today. Actually, you did a good <laughs> job, like fading the sides. Thank you. I was. And that's actually why I cut it because, like, I was at work and I just caught a glimpse in the mirror. And I was like, "Ooh, I messed up right here last time." I can, <laughs> you know, like it looks smooth Thank with you. a V. Yeah, like as you like, because you know, like as your hair starts to grow, out, you like, you know, some parts get long. You know, it gets longer. So some of some of it, I'm like, "Oh, that's obvious now." You know, like it was hiding before. Now it's good. Like it's like, long now it's winning the race. Way, it it's like way ahead now. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. I don't appreciate it. I need um, a haircut of some sort. Like, I feel like my hair is just so flat lately. And I just my hair is like the source of my strength. And yeah, like, at least when it comes to loving myself, my hair is like my main thing. And it's just also been, why I love you. So, I mean, keep it going. <laughs> I mean, it's more reason why I can land a babe like Tina, too. But um, yeah, I've just been feeling I don't know. I think it's just that I just think I'm still in that rut like that. Like, yeah. I don't hate myself, but I'm like mid about myself right now. Dude, I think I've been feeling, is. I've been feeling the same way. And like, ugh, I had a whole, like, uh, I literally 
like today i like on my paper wrote down a list of things that i did that i like i'm i'm like wow look at all this crap i do all week like look i should be proud of this stuff because i was just like why am i feeling like this like i feel like yeah like, like ugh, it's not enough like i'm not i feel like I, I don't know if i'm not doing enough or it's just like the reward like the juice isn't isn't fresh isn't like mm-hmm. isn't you know sustaining me and i need it i need i need more juice steven i you know i don't know what it is <laughs> but like i don't know like i you know it sucks because like I like I don't I'm sure like you probably feel something similar. It's like I don't want to need any kind of like outside validation or anything, you know? And like I mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just uh like success, you know, like as far as like the you know like, like comics and stuff or I, or I don't know. I don't know. It feels like it's a little bit of everything. And I think that like I think it's just like the the general quicksand of it all. I think it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like probably your job and like you know weighing that's on. the thing and nothing against like my job it's yeah. but it's a job and like it's <laughs> it's a physically demanding job so like i'm just burnt like burned out on everything but i know most of the burnout is coming from that physical demand yeah. and of course being a father to six and an eight year old that's <laughs> yeah. i love them but i mean it, it's I mean, cooking dinner and picking them up and dropping Ooh. them off on top of your eight and a half hour work day while trying to juggle, you know, you know, uh, playing in the, the church, playing, you know, like all these different, like, again, like being yeah. a good husband and being, oh. it, it, it's just, it's so hard to juggle everything. And like, yeah. I want to juggle the one, the certain balls yeah, in a way to keep the things that truly matter. But like, then it's like i'm not feeding myself enough and it's like where do i sacrifice Uh, the like where yeah what do you neglect in order to give Mm. extra attention to a specific thing and it dude i feel that i feel the same way and like and it sucks because like i know for like for me i it always turns out that like i'm doing the best i can i'm doing okay i just have to learn to forgive myself in those moments and just go Mm. through it's like yeah you know and like because you know like like you know you know what it's like to like be a parent you know like i'm like if if i'm focusing on like writing or something if i'm like oh i have to post this podcast thing or oh i have to do this thing i feel like oh i'm neglecting atlas in that 20 minutes it'll take me to do that thing but like that's not true it's just the thing that i'm feeling and telling myself you know yeah. because as long as like so long as i'm actually spending time with him deliberately and in those moments with him i'm there with him that's that's what's really important you know and i know i know yeah. that I know that, but there are a lot of things that we know that we just like completely neglect to like remember in those moments when it's most important, you know, like I will 100% like, like, I know that, you know, like here we are, we have all these freaking comic books. We have like a movie and like, like upcoming, you know, like we we've written all these fun songs or like, you know, recorded all these songs. We've done cool music videos. We have like little legitimate fans that show up for us and like, like really supportive people. We have all this awesome stuff, but like, inside i like i don't feel any of that on the day-to-day most of the time like most of the time what i feel is like that pit that says like more you need more like something there's not and it's and it's not like uh you know like i need oh i need praise i just need like some sort of we need like for me i feel like my job is evidence of permanence like you know like the more i work the more i work in that job the more i feel as if i'm not being successful in the other fields because if i have to be here i'm not doing enough or i'm not doing a good enough job on the other things that's what it feels like right like yeah and like i'm at this point now where it's like i can't even psych myself up 
because oh well you're making you can make more money you can pursue more money with your job and it's like that doesn't even get me excited though like i i want to be able to draw and i want to be able to play music and And, do these things and yeah dude and like and and it's and hilariously it's like the thing that's impossible to neglect is the thing that's make forcing us to neglect the thing that we should be paying attention to. So it's Absolutely. just, and it's, it, it's, and I, and I, in a, in a better world, you know, in a, in a, a safer world, you know, uh, we could take that sort of leap of faith and just be like, all right, screw this job. I'm going to do this thing and focus on it. I'm going to, I'm going to believe in our, you know, we're going to believe in ourselves enough to do this thing permanently and make it our, 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 our job for real. But like you need that you need like a sincere safety net you need you need certainty which which there is none and there there never will be you know so like the certainty that i that i think we're trying to build is just in the freaking uh just the slow um collection of you know supplemental income you know which which the books will slowly you know provide more and more of which they and they and they do you know it's 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 just it's got to be enough at some point and then it's like or do you know and then it makes me feel like well like what you're saying like where you want to take like do you just take the leap do you just go for it because i do feel like to some extent like even if i push my hardest where i'm at currently i will still be behind someone that has quit their job and pursued it for 50 hours a week as opposed right. to me trying to pursue it for you that's, know 12 that's, that's or true but you will be ahead of the steven who isn't doing that exactly yeah this you know you're right that's that's the thing you know uh, i am i am solely because like there was like this like weird like mental hiatus where like after i drew page one like i just like i think it was like right before i started working the overtime and i just checked yeah. out the holidays were here and i've been having a real hard time like gaining that momentum back but i i'm building it slowly but i want it to be more aggressive now i want i want that momentum to be full force now yeah. and like it's just not there and i just don't know why it's not you know like it's i know what you mean i it's it's so frustrating in those moments because like we get we, we 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 get all this energy from like the 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 lack of fulfillment in those in those moments where we're like oh we need something what do i have to do and then you start like i don't know, you get like this ambition that just like puffs up in you and all this energy and it's like it's like you know like you're shaking a soda you're ready to you know like explode mm-hmm. it but it's like then you have the moments when there's actually time but what what you have to but then what happens is that soda had time to settle because it was exhausted by the day and the heat and the warmth yep. of sitting at the job. And then you get home and you're just like, and you're just like, and it's flat. Like your soda is flat and that's all because, it is. Like I am absolutely passionate about deathless. Like I believe yeah. in the story. I love the story. I want to draw the characters. I care about the characters. Mm-hmm. So there's not like this thing where I'm disconnecting from the art. Like I'm connected to the art. Yeah. This is my energy. Isn't connected to know, doing it. Yeah. And so- and and you know I we we know that's going to happen you know we we go through these like you know these these dallies these you know, these dips these lows it's, maybe it's like anticipatory uh like well something traumatic hasn't happened because something <laughs> usually when there's momentum something bad is happening so maybe it's like a yeah get ready for it slow down moment I don't know but like I said I am still making progress like I said I did rough the entirety of um page two and i have been laying final final like inks on it i just need to like i feel like once i get that done i'll be able to like 
push through and just start plugging away through three because like I, dude this issue is hilarious like anthony's writing is so good in it and i'm so excited to draw a lot of these things like they're like definitely gonna be cool like unique pages and stuff oh, like yeah. that so like i want to get to those pages and i will i just need to i don't know i need to figure out i think i do like the thing is that I have my most energy probably early, early, early. But yeah. when I'm early in the morning, I'm like, oh, well, just you know, enjoy your morning. And, enjoy exactly. the, and then later you'll get to it. And then I'm like, no, I won't. It I doesn't... won't myself. Myself, I won't. I won't get to it later. And I'm like, no, no, no. I Okay. You okay. feel like you're going to have the same energy then than you are at five in the, in the evening. And this For is sure. not the case. I mean, what if? Because, okay, I, I feel I feel part of this, I think, is my fault. <laughs> I'm going to say like part of this feels like my fault because like we started the podcast as like a means of, you know, keep ourselves accountable. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what happened over time, I think was like, we started entertaining people with the like conversations and silliness and like being, you know, like how like we had segments and stuff, which I love and I want to keep doing. And we're going to, you know, of mm -hmm. course do it. But like, I feel like there's like the accountability loss that happens because like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we haven't been focusing. On, it's just like the other, like we were talking about before. It's like, we have to know what to focus on. You know, like we're, mm -hmm. we're so scattered and focused on a million. We're things. entertainment 720 right now. We have employees that are just getting paid way too much out, out of our budget. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, just, I, I mean, that's, that's kind of what's going on though, is like, I feel like we're, we're focusing with the podcast more so on like silly conversations and like sharing like day to day, which is like, that is a huge part of the show, but we're not remembering to be like, Hey, so like, what are we doing to like actually work on this book? You know, and it's kind of mm -hmm. where we, we kind of gloss over that. And I, dude, that's totally on me because I, because like initially the podcast was supposed to be to keep us accountable so we can make the comic books. But then the podcast started becoming a little more successful. And I was like, wait, we can have, what if this is just a successful thing that helps us quit our jobs? Like that could be our thing. And then like, we can make comic books, you know, I was like, so if the podcast becomes entertaining enough and people find it, you know, like, like, like just fun enough to commit to once a week, that could be the thing that allows us to quit our jobs and do this thing and mm -hmm. you know, like chase our dreams. And if that's the case, I need to make this thing as entertaining and fun as possible. The same way I, we, we, initially you know we want to make the comic book as entertaining and fun as possible but i think in in trying to make it entertaining for everyone so people can subscribe and we find new people and they're 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 you know engaged with like the silliness and stuff in order to do that i kind of neglected the comic book side of it um because like for me that felt like like it was almost on autopilot for a while where i was just mm -hmm. like oh yeah people who who are like showing up for the comic book are going to get little snippets of that and it's good but like the other people aren't going to be bogged down by by the by the comic book stuff if they're not interested but the reality is this is a show about us making comic books you know it's it's a show about us uh doing this thing and yeah you know we're we're going to be making movies i want i do want to keep talking about that and stuff but like it is important to to talk to focus on stuff and focus on the comic i see what you're saying for sure and i mean to some extent though i did still feel responsible to to usher it or like to like push on it i think i've just i don't know i've like i just got to figure out why i'm in the rut i'm in i think it, it really i don't think i'm alone in feeling this way i think a lot of especially people in our country feel this way right i think a lot of people in the world feel this way right now the world the world is a very you know it's not it's not in its best place and um i think i think a lot of that just carries over and i don't really think like i don't really consider those emotions for myself 
like on the surface. Very seldom do I even think about those things, but I, I, they're probably having their own toll of course on they are. my yeah. psyche. Yeah, I'm of not course. acknowledging it, but they, you have they these roots start, that are being yeah. like just damaged at the base. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh God, what what was that? I'm feeling what so, was that? Why am you know, I? And, but like like I said, I am passionate about this. I do think that the the one thing I've encountered with the double page size that I've been trying to do is I don't it's actually like kind of making it better, but I can't work in a lot of layers because of the the memory. Oh, because of just yeah. I can only work in like five layers at a time. So I'm like yeah. I mean, so it's it, it is making me condense the layers as I go, but I think I'm just gonna go back the next I think page. You, go back to the I think you should just go back because I'm it, looking at issue two. I'm like issue two looks fine. I mean, the it, detail's fine. Like, every issue, like every book we've had, has looked beautiful. And there's, yeah. I, you know, I understand what you're saying. Like, I know there, you probably would be able to get little details and stuff, but like, I don't think you need them. I think like you, you like your your pages are always dynamic enough. And that's why I've, I've been looking at like some like even Marvel art and stuff. I'm like, oh, man. God. They do a really like I look at like comic art and I'm like, I'm so focused on the things I need to include in a panel. And then I look and it's like, well, how they probably broke down this panel was oversized guy in the front angled a certain way. This guy angled this way and then some blurry stuff to make it look like they're in a room. And like, yeah. Yeah, dude. But like, I, I, it's like, yeah, it's like I, I can't unlock my mind. I was going to, well, that, I, okay, know? I'll tell you, that's also partially my fault <laughs> because, Steven, I know I am super guilty of having like filmmaker mind. Like, uh-huh. I very much, dude, like, I remember when we were working on like, like, uh, City on Fire, ab- like, Absentees and Scavengers, where I was like, no, 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 no gradients. We need like, like, like detail. <laughs> like, the background needs to be a picture of a background. Like, we need a real background. And you're just like, yeah, bro. Cool. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm gonna draw this forest a hundred times, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm sorry. No, no. I will say that me being a tyrannical monster did make <laughs> some of the most beautiful. Like it, it, it helped to facilitate some of the greatest work that you've ever worked on. So I'm just gonna take. Speaking full of scavengers, by the way, because uh, I had it taken so long for Eric to get his uh, second. You remember how we we missed the add-on thing for him? Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, I think I, I think I sent him the cover. I sent him the original cover art for Scavengers because I still oh, have those. That's yeah. the other thing, by the way, we can offer. By the way, if you guys want, like we, I still have the original artwork for Scavengers and Absentees. Once all all the pages, and the, and that's when 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 uh, Stevie Wildcard used uh, Bristol board and pencil. So. Oh man, that so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, one of our first ever attempts at making comic books was a book called Scavengers. It was like this post-apocalyptic story of like the, the, the sickness and uh, flesh eating and giant monsters, and it was a lot of fun. And we worked really hard on it, and we like I thought I thought it was it was gorgeous. It was some some of Stephen's best work. Uh, we didn't finish the the comic, but what we did is uh, compile it into the, a, a book we called the Ostrich Colony Scrapbook, uh, along with another book called The Absentees uh, that we did finish, or at least we finished penciling and lettering uh, with typos and stuff. But it's uh, they're 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 available. You can you can check them out on our website at weaveissuespodcast.com. But yeah, dude. So so this week, um, I'm with you. You know, it's it's been weird. I've been in a weird kind of mad place too. Uh, it's it. I don't know. I, I try to, I try to, I don't know every once in a while, right? Every once in a while, I try to address it, figure out like what it is. If there's a particular thing that's getting to me, sometimes you like you said, it's just like the big everything of being a human right now. You know, it's like, there's a lot going on in the world. Like it's just, it's just politically and socially. And it's like, like, God, it's, it's all a bit frustrating and it kind of weighs us down. And I'm like, 
when that happens, I'm like, what do I do? Do I focus on cassowaries? Do I focus? <laughs> like, what do I? And Show I, me I, them bird kicks, Google. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but it's true. And like, what I, I try, I try really hard in those moments to just be like, okay, focus on right now. Like, where are you? What's going on? What are you actually doing? Like, are you like, what's, what, what are you looking at right now? You know, like, what's, what do you like? What, what was something that was good today? You know, like, let's, let's not completely focus on the, the negative everything. Um, dude, but I've been trying to do that. Right. And this week, this week, Stephen, I've done a lot. So before getting my kind of diatribe of, of stuff that I did, because I did a lot this week, I do want to hear like a little bit like, what are you happy about this week? Even if it's not comic related, like what are some just a couple good things? Um, Got to spend lots of time with the kids and the wife this this past week and weekend, um, which is always awesome. Um, been drawing when I can, obviously, yeah. but also like make i made an awesome dinner tonight after working what was it and uh i made a uh, homemade chicken parmesan pounded out some chicken thighs i know everyone likes to use chicken breast but i prefer chicken thighs and they were fantastic nice and i always feel, i i know i shouldn't because i feel like especially if we're both working we should both but like i do like when, when i can actually muster that energy after working all day outside and like come right home and i'm like okay you got to capitalize on this energy you're no. still moving the moment you sit down it's you, over no you're you totally sit right down. it's so important to do that it, yep. it's like when i get home i'm like because i'm always hungry when i go home but i'm like oh i should probably like clean the kitchen a little bit i should probably do this a little bit because if i don't it's not gonna i'm happen. done it's it done. the end of the night because tina Sorry. kicked you know tina already kicked ass all day she already yeah. took care of laundry she already took care of kids she already took care of like oh. she's been busting her ass all day so i had to like re- you know i have to like I'm, i gotta put my my kick-ass stuff in on this yeah, so for sure but yeah we kicked ass we both kicked ass today and had an awesome dinner together and then yeah and now i'm here dude that's that's amazing that's freaking great um i this week uh for those of you don't know steve and i like you said working on comic books we wanted to get our our first issue deathless of deathless on amazon on kindle so people could Mm -hmm. you know digital copy and post like you know uh, whatever um reviews and such that they want steven i posted it and they rejected it uh not rejected they blocked it and they said that it was a copyright issue and i was like i have a million hours of footage of us creating this <laughs> whole freaking book. I have like I have all of the evidence you could possibly need in the world. Like I like there's has there's someone some... branched off the Adams family and made a cousin it book that where he's fighting demon spirits or something? What's happening? What's happening here? Yeah, dude. So uh, like for a minute I was panicked. I was just like, did someone already like post our book on Amazon and now I have to like fight that? Like what is happening? Um no, it was just an Amazon thing, just a weird, like, stupid hiccup. And so I just had to, like, clarify some things. And it's up. I did it. I nailed it. Um, So it's up. And we have our first review, which is pretty good and pretty awesome. And, you know, it was, it was really neat to read Um, just, like, someone's sincere review of our book. Um, I will say I, I, I just did disagree with their, their take on the comedy of the book. They said that it was just pretty funny. And I think it's the funniest book ever written. Um, I'm not biased. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, they did double down and say like the jokes like creep up on you. And then you just I, find yourself busting out laughing. Yeah, I, I like that. No, I'm just, I'm just messing with yeah, you. Like, you're just, um, you're just being <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it's, it's so interesting to read those things. Cause like, 
I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, obviously, everything's subjective. So, like, I, yeah, I, I don't expect everyone to like, you know, like to enjoy a book mm-hmm. at all. You know, like, I'd like to imagine that if people pick it up, they're going to find something to enjoy in it. If they're like, if they're so intrigued, like if they're already in- intrigued at all, hopefully when they crack the, you know, the spine, they're going to continue to be interested in some mm-hmm. way, you know. Um, but it's still it's still kind of terrifying to think like, oh, no, what if someone just like just hates it? Like, you know, but anyway, but it's, it's really cool that people can do that now. And I'm glad glad that i freaking got that up there and i feel good about That's it so awesome um, dude i i also steven i i wanted to i wanted to do like a like a, a another pass at like the movie you know because we're working on a vampire breakup movie uh called stakeout if you don't if you haven't seen our uh live script you could go check that out it was a lot of fun um but steven i opened up my my screenwriting software and i just out of nowhere had like a flash of like what the intro should be for the movie. So I just like rewrote the whole beginning scene and just like added stuff and fixed it. So it's going to be, it's going to be you and the main love interest on a balcony arguing. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the rest of the plot of the movie at all. And a musket gets fired off. And then you're just wondering how Kevin Smith ever thought this was, should be the intro. And then like you and I go to the mall and work (laughs) it out. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, there is a deleted scene in Mallrats in which that happens. Go check it out. It was it was so jarring for me. Like, I I was like, this feels so weird. But anyways, no, it's so weird. Um, but dude, so like I did that. Like I wrote that, and then I worked on. Okay, so this week we recorded two episodes of Critically Stupid. Uh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, we we we're starting a new campaign, which is that's so great, is, dude. It's that's so- great news. Dude, it's really good news because like I, I, I'm really excited about it. And it's actually a, it's been a lot of fun so far. And it's the campaign with monsters like vampires and stuff. So, like, oh, I'm, really? I'm like, I am so interested. We've, oh, the wild card better make an appearance or two. Oh, this dude, if, if you don't like same car or say same card, same character or different. Like I he has to have you back on because like this is a perfect. We have to do a Frog Brothers thing if it if it does happen. But yeah, dude. Uh, so it's been so much fun. I can't wait to do that. I hosted my movie night, which was a lot of fun. And Stephen, I had a dream. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go deep into this, but I had a weird dream. I was in a hotel by myself. And I was just watching TV and I was, I, I was, the, a music video was on and it was Dashboard Confessional playing a cover of the song, um, The Book of Love by the Magnetic Fields. And dude, it was just like, I just sat there in the dream and I watched the whole music video and then I woke up and I can really hear Chris Caraba nailing that song, by the way, though, dude. I did a version of it as Chris Carava, and I was just like, "Ooh!" I actually like. I, I feel like if I worked on it, I could. I could do it. I could do it. I think I could do it. Um, but, but I was like, "Okay, okay, I can't do that because people are gonna be like, oh, yeah. and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to hear anyone's comments about it.'" So I just like did my own version of it. But I, dude, I, I, I took like a few hours to do it, and I re, like, I wrote a whole solo for it and like um, a whole string section for it and like all this stuff. And I think it sounds really good. And I'm like, super. That's excited. awesome. Yeah, dude. Um, I like, of course I probably could have used that time to do other things, but it felt really good just to you gotta feed your heart every now and then. There's been a few times where I've just opened yeah. up GarageBand and like started yeah. plugging along on, you know, it, it's just, dude, I, I miss, I miss like playing music and I, we've been talking about that. We really need to do it. We need to just get together and play some freaking music because there's no reason that you and I don't learn Travis and Claudio's parts and just play the twin guitar 
Coheed covers. Yeah. I don't know why we don't do it. Oh, no, we need to do it, Steven. Okay, I, this is what you have to do. Like, I, I'll, I'm going to task you with this because <laughs> I trust you. Um, but, like, the songs that you think we should play together, just send me, like, a version of it that I could learn. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. tabs or, like, you know, tutorial, whatever it is. I'll figure it out, you know? But, like, whatever my part is, I will freaking do it. Uh, but, you know, we, we do. We need to do it because I, I, I miss it. I'm sure you do, too. And I think it's mm-hmm. good for us, you know? Um, but otherwise, Steven, most importantly... Most importantly, I started streaming on Twitch and I started playing The Legend of Zelda. So the original one, yes? The original Legend of Zelda. Now, Stephen, can you just tell me, like for, for the audience, like, can you tell me what your experience is with the original Legend of Zelda? Like, do you have like any experience? So like- my unfortunate, well, not unfortunate, my first experience with The Legend of Zelda, the franchise as a whole, was actually a link to the past Super Nintendo because of my age. My mom and dad didn't... We had a regular Nintendo, is what we used to call it. I don't know, everyone call it a regular Nintendo? Nintendo. (laughs) Yep, we call it a regular Nintendo in my house. I don't know why. But my mom and dad didn't weren't Zelda players. They were like Mario, Duck Hunt, things like that. So when I finally got my own... My first own system was Super Nintendo when I was like six or something like that. And... Uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past and that was like the most mind-blowing experience of my life that and Su- Super Metroid and Mega Man X it's like that's like my those are oh, my yeah. three favorite games of all time like that's oh, just yeah. like no I like I, I I would say I know Metroid but like I when I think of you I definitely think of Mega Man like that's yeah. Mega Man X is like my favorite game of all time yeah. but like so my first experience with Zelda was the Super Nintendo one which is a much kinder version of the one you're playing. It's it has the spirit of the original because right. it's a, it's the top down view, but it's much more organized and things are visually easier to understand because it's on the Super Nintendo. Now I have gone back and played the original Zelda, and Dude. damn, is that game unforgiving in in comparison? Even though a Link to the Past is somewhat a challenging game, it not it pales in comparison to the to the Octoroks of Legend of Zelda. Even it is a menace like i don't understand i almost want to do like a monster test zelda reality because like what is happening in that world there's a spider-man there's i actually do they have the little um dog demon men that throw shit at you i mean everything throws i think the first two zeldas was mostly knights right it was like knights and stuff in the dungeons and bats dude it's so like all over the place ever on every single uh like every single frame of the freaking map there are these little cuberts that are made of spiky balls that's the octorots octorots is that what they are they, and yeah, they, yeah the, why are they called octorots octorots i don't they're like octopus i got and it. they and they, they shoot have, little yeah they shoot the rocks but they have no tentacles just, eventually they evolve into a more oh so they're like a baby they're like a baby i'm killing babies I, well, I think it's in the original Legend of Zelda, it was just, you know, it was 8-bit, right? Or was it, yeah, 8-bit. So, I mean, there's only so much detail you can... So, there are those things. There are kaiju that pop out of the sea and, like, spit, like, laser balls at you. Oh, so and... those are probably the Zora, right? They look like fish people? Yeah, they look like fish people, yes. Yeah. Dude, okay, but that's the thing. Like, see, like, you're saying all these words, and, like, Sean also knows those words. <laughs> yeah, you start um... to say all these words, and it... <laughs> since I don't know what to mean, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to assume that you're insulting me, Steven. I don't, I don't appreciate uh, the cut of your jib or whatever. Um, No, I, I I don't like your tone right now, and I'm going to delete this. <laughs> no, no, but, dude, so, so, so Zelda, when you play it, 
gives you zero information. There's one tiny crawl that happens in the beginning. They're like, hey, there's someone named Zelda. There's some something called the Triforce, uh, your link, and good luck finding pieces of this triangle, baby. And they throw you into a world in which everything wants you dead. And I'm like, I can remember. You are destined to die. But you're destined to die. <laughs> Steven, everything wants to kill you. And not only does everything want to kill you, um, it's trying really hard to kill you. Some of it is really hard to kill. And then, dude, dude. Even when you find, like, you'll find a little cave and there'll just be, like, an old lady in the cave. Sometimes it says nothing. There's just an old lady. And I'm like, am I supposed to, do I murder this old lady? And you can't. You can't murder. You try, though. You try to murder everyone because everyone's trying to murder you except for that old lady. And then you feel bad. Oh, man. Later on, like, I'm not sure if it's in that one, but it's definitely in Zelda 2 and sometimes in 3. Um those old ladies, well, it's mostly in two. Those old ladies turn into bats and then they like attack you. And it's like, ah, you're not a person. <laughs> so, but that's my, okay. So then, like, I, I go to a different cave and then, like, there's an old man. And then, but it's, it'll say something that's like, like a fortune cookie. And it's like, <laughs> like, meet the old man by the grave. And I'm like, I, I, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Cool. Cool, bro. Like this Which grave? A- By the way, the grave looks like any other rock in the game, except there's a right. cross I on wait. the rock. Dude, I think I, but I can't tell you how many times I yelled, what is that supposed to be? Because I don't know. And they don't tell you. They just show. It's just everything's trying to murder you at all times that you don't know what you're doing. You don't know where you're going. I feel like I'm like, you're stealing things. I don't know. Like, I, I assume the world was taken over uh, by this like evil force. Ganondorf, Ganondorf. probably. Yeah. I, I imagine like Ganondorf, like, like kind of like possessed the world with some sort of evil, you know, or like maybe breaking the Triforce created some sort of darkness in the realm or something. And and that's why everything wants to attack anything that's not made of pure like evil you know i maybe um but dude it is a mess and i like there are mummies i've met a centaur uh it's crazy the mummies in the later games like in ocarina and stuff like that like you can't even kill them you no. just <laughs> render them unconscious for like five seconds which if you like have any sort yeah. of anxiety issue like me with video games i don't like something not being dead permanently oh, yeah oh, in God. being in said room with me i'm just like one of the reasons though like why like okay like i gotta be i gotta go back and replay zelda one because that sounds freaking like it's Dude. it's so but but here's the but i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll tell you steven the first time i played right i died a million times right like just like i was you super meat boyed that i did super i super meat boyed that and i and i did because like you know you process of elimination you start going like all right i'm gonna keep going left all right i'm going i've gone left enough and i keep dying i'm gonna try to go up died a bunch i'm gonna go right i died slightly less i'm gonna go up i died slightly less i'm like i'm like oh this is where i'm supposed to go it's like process of elimination like you know you you follow the trail of your death you know and Mm. then like i found my first dungeon and i was just like (gasps) oh gasp like and i didn't even know that's how the game worked you know what i mean like i didn't i was just like i'm walking around a map and i'm just like okay now i found this place that looks different from the other places so i i went in and i like i fought a dragon i was like this is super fulfilling because i just died a billion times like i and now i'm fighting a boss like this fighting, a, you can tell it's a boss you, you can, can feel tell, it dude, like this oh. is a boss you are the king of this castle and i am slaying you and dude, taking oh. your treasure it is i can't does the you. does the original zelda have that whole like function where you go into a dungeon you beat the boss and you get a special item from that dungeon that um your equipment does the original one do that at all i'm trying to remember if that's where i got my bow i might have gotten the bow from okay him, from him that that's how like pretty much like I, every zelda ever works after you get every dungeon is boss 
new new weapon. Triforce uh, piece yeah. and yeah. Yeah, Triforce and, piece and a new weapon. A new weapon. Yeah, I, it was probably my bow. That's probably what it was. Um, but then Steven, because I was dying so much in the beginning, I just avoided enemies for so long. I was like, oh, they're just gonna keep respawning. Why am I bothering killing enemies? So I was just like running around trying to avoid them, right? But I wasn't collecting any money because of that. So mm. then I was, and if you're not collecting the money, you can't get like the other cool accessories and stuff, you know? And in and, and the early Zeldas, uh, you have to like, you don't get bombs from somewhere. You buy the first, you have to buy them the first time. Then you have bombs now and you can bomb walls and things like yeah. that. And yeah. And like, I, I, like I found a couple bombs, but like, yeah, that's what happened. I ended up buying uh, bombs. Mm -hmm. And then I've, I met an old man and I couldn't kill him. So then I tried to bomb and I, he wouldn't, he wouldn't succumb to the bombs either. And it was just, <laughs> like i'm so i'm learning steven but it's been so much fun uh so much like it's funny how like the difficulty level like the weird scaling of like let's just murder anthony over and over somehow <laughs> it just makes it so much more fulfilling when i do uh succeed uh more so than the, the you know more recent video games where it's just i feel like you know it's like a little bit easier in most cases of course there are exceptions like Dark video Wars. games are just very scripted now even the ones that aren't supposed to be scripted everything is so scripted feeling and obviously it's funny to say because no enemy is more scripted than an NES enemy, of but course. the chaos of the graphics and what you're engaging in and the lack of information. Yes. And see, I feel like newer games have so many visual cues. Now the games just naturally feel easier because you can actually understand what's happening. Yes. Those old games were able to hide behind the veil of chaos. You know, That's, they're yeah, dude, for sure. And, and it's, it's incredible because, so, you know, you're, you're just like kind of stumbling around in the darkness, uh, fighting whatever is attacking you as you're like making your way through the world, not knowing where you're going, but knowing what you want. And eventually you find it in this weird dark pit that you didn't know existed in the first place, but you ended up exactly where you needed to be with exactly what you needed to have. And if you if you were willing to put in the time, you freaking slay that dragon and get that Triforce and have the bow. Um, and Steven, I feel like you and I are fighting those freaking Qberts right now. We're fighting those Octoroks and we're Octoberts. We're going to call Octoberts. We're going to call them Octoberts. <laughs> They're Octoberts. We're fighting those Octoberts and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're avoiding those fishmen. And you know what? We are collecting our little treasures when we can. And we're, you know, we're, we're doing our best and like, yeah, maybe we haven't, well, we, I would say we slayed our first dragon. You know, we got through that first uh, dungeon, you know, we, but like I would say I would even go with the whole Zelda timeline thing. And the first three links have successfully defeated Ganondorf. And now we're just on this fourth timeline that's a little trickier it's like breath of the wild like i was we we died we I died was say, years ago so i was gonna say so my second so my my first my first attempt at playing zelda i went through a died a bunch and i eventually i beat this dungeon i was like yeah freaking did I, this is what zelda is my second time steven my second time i can't tell you how many times i died steven steven <laughs> Steven, I died so many times, it's embarrassing. Like it, like, like I think people were sticking around with the stream just to be like, he's gonna not survive this himself. Like, there's no <laughs> way he this game is going to literally end him. Like, I was gonna get freakazoid, like troned into the game, and it's gonna just eat me because I died so many times. But like, that's what I was gonna I was gonna say. Um, it's similar to my second time because, dude, I did taste the dungeon of the I tasted the next dungeon but I felt the boss and I was like oh god there's there's a centaur and there's a disc. Oh. Ah, I can't, I'm not and, and the thing is I'm not necessarily uh leveled up enough because I wasn't focusing on taking care of the bosses that I faced along the way to get those uh treasures so then I can have the accessories that I needed 
to, to defeat that boss. And I, you know, and I think like similarly, uh, yeah, dude, we just have to continue to focus on like the little things that are kind of eating away at us and give ourselves some freaking. And then break. we can slay the damn centaur. That's right. <laughs> and and then that's all. And I, I think like part of that is our own, um, you know, uh, ambition, which like not that I want to kill our ambition, but just like you know keep it at bay for a moment when it's time to focus on other things because like it's we can't let it uh define us with guilt you know like we we can't Mm -hmm. just like you know um feel shame because we're spending time with our family or shame because we're not getting certain things done it's the truth is we've been freaking doing this for 20 years and you know we're we're way more uh you know we've made way more progress recently than ever before uh and yeah i know we wanted to you know, be exponential and keep growing. I mean, like, let's look at it through the positive lens, right? We have sold out of Play It Again and Deathless. Yeah. Where we've had to order more copies mm-hmm. of Deathless and Play It Again. I think we've already ordered a batch before and that second run is is gone. Yeah, we did. We ordered. So, I mean, those are definitely victories. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And and I, and you know, what's funny. I, I feel like part of it is just uh, kind of succumbing to the, um, like the fatigue of a series. Cause we've never dealt with a series before, you know, like we've mm. always had, we've always had that, like the energy of making the first issue of a thing, which is always the most exciting thing, right? Like that's like, Oh my God, the birth of this thing. Here it comes. It's our, our first baby. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the most, my, my babe, my most beautiful little pride and joy. And then the second one comes around and you're like, ah, I'm, I'm, I've, we've done all this. Like now I just have to deal with your poop. Like, ah, you know, <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Like we love all of our children equally, <laughs> um, but no, but like, I, I, I feel like that, does uh that that does contribute to the overall meh of uh working on a thing like this is like we're on issue three now and it, it does feel like it's more um tedium to get through it and like we're we're kind of in that dark night of the you know the the, the, the conic soul you know like we're, we're gonna make our way through the other side like as soon as i think issue three literally is like that belly of the beast where we're learning what's about to come and you know like it's going to be uh i think once we get to the next issue it's going to be way more exciting you know because it's like mm. here com- here comes the end of this thing we see the light at the end of this tunnel um not to mention like uh, collecting all of the books in one is going to be that i think it's going to be the like huge uh dopamine lever that we've been needing to pull is having a graphic novel i think absolutely that's, having think like that's... the whole collection in one in one back hardback yeah. oh we definitely have to do like something special for it oh it's gonna be a, dude i can't wait i'm like i'm I'm dying for it i think it's going to be wonderful for like both of us like spiritually and i like mm. i just i can't wait you know i i i know it's like another thing on like another burner to have on and all that um so i've been trying not to focus too much on the podcast of it but like i do think that when we start rehearsing the movie and stuff it's going to feel more fun and like we're gonna like kind of like get, oh like, absolutely you know like I, I think that's going to happen because i'm excited because i'm personally getting really excited for the movie um i'm nervous about it but i think it's going to be cool and I, I can't wait and i think that like once it starts feeling more and more real i think that's going to be another like reinvigorating sort of thing for us for sure than, you know like i i'm just i'm, I'm trying to, like I'm hoping that you and I can both just kind of slog through this particular quicksand. You know, it's just like we will. I have no doubt we will. Um, Yeah, like, I mean, I I don't have that collapse. Like I can I don't think I can ever collapse like I have before because I literally have three products that have finished. You know, I have finished it. So I know what it looks like to finish this now. You know, it's not like this uncharted territory and I can like 
you know, get paralyzed in fear of finishing something like I finished. So I know I can now, you know, yes. so. Yeah, this is just a, a different dungeon. Um, the bosses are a level up and we're still, you know, we have to we have to do some like Rocky montaging, you know, like punch we'll those cows there. or whatever we do. But, but we'll get there, dude. Um, speaking of that, though, what are you going to do this week? I'm going to push hard on Deathless this week. I'm I want page two completed this week for my own brain. And then I want to start working on it or page three. So heck yeah, dude, this week I'm going to uh, I'm going to actually do my last pass at the movie because like what I did was I wanted to do a last pass, but I ended up just completely rewriting the intro, which I really like. But I'm going to do my last pass at that. Um, and then I'm going to do my best to work through um issue four like i'm gonna like write as much as i can because i like i wrote a good chunk of it but like i want to i want to try to i'm gonna get to issue four has got it is gonna have some craziness in it yeah so. dude I, it's it's going it's gonna be so much fun i can't freaking wait um but that's what we're gonna do this week thank you so much for hanging out with us and sticking around um please make sure you you know hit the subscribe button if you haven't already make sure you share our show with all of your friends steven where can the people find you i feel like we haven't been doing that enough. oh yes people you can find me basically anywhere where it matters uh stevie wildcard uh, i'm pretty sure it's the same at, inst at instagram stevie wildcard or you know at stevie wildcard and twitter is at stevie wildcard so awesome um yeah everyone go follow steven he's the best there is tell him that his art is incredible go check out deathless on amazon or at we have issues podcast.com uh hopefully you love it let everyone you know that you let everyone you know and you've ever met know that you love it like uh, tell them to subscribe to our show and we yeah just know that we love you and we're thankful for you and we hope we'll see you next week um but anyway i'm anthony i am stevie wildcard this has been we have issues see you next time Boom! Here comes the ready and not. Here comes the boys from the south. Sound? I'm, it's POD, right? It's POD. Yeah, right? yeah. I remember that. Click, click, boom is saliva, click, and click I would never funny. quote saliva. Yeah. I don't even have saliva. That's how much I don't like that band. <laughs> I, I, even, I when I first I, heard of the band Saliva, I dried my mouth out intentionally oh, just so, so I wasn't. Much. I carry this rag for just such an occasion. If one drop of saliva gets touches my, I don't want too, anyone to think for a second. Steven, speaking of that, speaking of that, so so um, I had to take Atlas to the dentist this week, right? Like, which is another thing. I didn't even bring that up. It's like, oh, I had to, I have to deal with, you know, like absences and, you know, like going to the dentist. And, Dude, I had to bring him to the dentist. And so everything goes perfectly, right? And I'm just like, yes, that's exactly what you want with your child at the dentist. Everything goes well. He gets his teeth cleaned. Everything's nice. And then the dentist is like, you know what? We, we'd like to put some like a coating on the back of his um, like his molars. He doesn't have any cavities, but there's something like uh, there's something there that could eventually become something. So if we just put this coating on there, uh, it won't happen. He'll be like perfectly great. And I was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds fine. So I ask, is it like a is there anything we should worry about? Is it like what's the procedure like? And she and like the, the doctor's like, oh, no, we just, you know, we just put a thing on there and it's fine. I was like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Um, yeah, let's do it then. Because like, as long as there's no discomfort, let's go. And she's like, yeah, no discomfort. It's, it's perfectly fine. Up until that moment, it was a perfect day, right? Like, like literally Atlas is happy. Everyone's great. We're about to leave. <laughs> she, I literally used the words. Is there any discomfort just in case? And she's like, no, 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 dude. 
Atlas looks at you. Yeah. There's a lot of discomfort. It's not just a little discomfort. This whole thing. My whole life is discomfort now. Thank you, Dad. Um, (laughs) Dude, he he puts this, they put this rubber piece like thing in his mouth um, that's just like vacuuming all of the saliva out of his face. And they're like, they're like, no, no, it's not just like a little tube. It's a full-on mouthpiece that's this dude it's like this big and they fold it over and they're awkwardly shove it into his cheek and i, I imagine just... the singer of saliva designed these things so he could become the <laughs> saliva like he's, he's just like an osmosis jones <laughs> monster just like yeah i get i get like that's what he, he is a giant blob and it can't like that's what happened dude Jen just looks at you just goes click click boom all right <laughs> <laughs> It's so, cold. Dude, I, I thought Atlas was gonna go click click boom on my face, Steven. Because like <laughs> I thought he was gonna like like take me out after like because he was not happy. He started crying. I was like, get it out of his mouth. And they were like, what? And like they took out, I was like, I was like, he's like choking, like not choking, but he's gagging enough to be so uncomfortable that he's like miserable right now. And he's crazy, literally crying. So I'm like sitting there comforting him. And I was like, is this something we have to do right now? And and they were like, you could try to do it again in like a year or so, you know, six months or a year. I was like, yeah, we'll just we'll do that. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but dude, what like when things are really bad at the end of a meeting, or like you know, it's like like you have yeah. that like sandwich thing, it's just like of they did not it, finish that sandwich with a clean slice of bread. They did not. It was like it was like a beautiful slice of bread, and then when you flip over the sandwich, it's literally just a <laughs> red and stimpy mold. Like, oh, like there's, there's a family of like just just. We just scraped it. all the grease and packed it into like a, a square and just put it on back. Just put it on that. That's your sandwich, and that's what he thinks dentist is like now. That's like that's in his head. He's like, that's what a dentist is. They shove this terrible monstrosity in your mouth. The dentist? Oh, you mean the place where Josie from, from the band Saliva sucks all this <laughs> saliva out of children to power his money-hungry schemes? Yes, that, that would be the dentist, yes. 